Welcome to the Purposeful Wealth Podcast, the go-to podcast on how to bring clarity, contentment and certainty to your financial life. Brought to you by Jonathan Gibson, founder of Wells Gibson and author of the Purposeful Wealth book. Pick up your copy of Purposeful Wealth on Amazon and please enjoy this show. Welcome to the Purposeful Wealth Podcast. Unfortunately, we now live in a world of fake news and alternative facts where parties shamelessly push their own agenda and narrative at the cost of facts. In order to be heard in the noise of social media, research headlines need to be bigger and more eye-catching. For those investors using an evidence-based approach, that means it is important to make sure that any evidence being reviewed is based on true facts, reliable data, and sound research methodologies. There is much good research and empirical evidence available, but some of a lesser quality occasionally makes the headlines. A recent piece of research by a fund management firm that manages over 580 billion US dollars is a real case in point in making the statement They made the statement saying that active funds beat passives in every market in the UK over a 20-year period. Now, this is quite a claim to make. The firm looked at funds in seven categories using the services of Lipper, the American fund performance research firm, and somewhat surprisingly for an investment house filled with bright and talented people, they compared how the fund with the best performance over the past 20 years had done relative to passive investments and the index. The methodology is so evidently flawed as to hardly be worth reviewing. It is best summarized as requiring a fund-picking strategy of perfect 2020 hindsight. And of course, they concluded that it would have been worth identifying the best active fund instead of using an active fund. The problem is that it is almost impossible to do. Alan Miller of SCM Direct, a firm which has campaigned to improve investor outcomes, summed this up most effectively when he said, it's a bit like saying you're better off buying a lottery ticket than putting your money in the bank, because had you won the lottery each year, you'd have done much better. Unfortunately, this type of naive research risks misleading investors and even some advisors against a sensible evidence-based approach. In their own data, the fund management firm in question revealed that in the six Lipper categories where there was a passive fund with a 20-year track record, in five categories, the average passive fund beat the average active fund. In the sixth category, There was nothing much in it. The best passive fund, which you do have a fair chance of identifying, unlike an active fund, outperformed in all six categories. Another methodological flaw arises. No account seems to have been taken of the high proportion of UK-based funds that would have failed to survive the period. A reputable study revealed that only around 50% of sterling-denominated funds survived the 10-year period to the end of 2022. Over 20 years, this figure is likely to have been even worse. We also know from this study that on average, 
across the eight categories of funds denominated in sterling, 80% of active funds failed to deliver on their promise of beating their market benchmark over 10 years. For a 20-year period, this is likely to be higher as evidenced in the US version of the study. Well, all I can say is enough already, as our American friends might say. Thank you for listening to this episode from the Purposeful Wealth podcast. Thank you for listening to Purposeful Wealth. Please remember to subscribe, review and come back next week for your next instalment. You can also visit the wellsgibson.uk website for more information on bringing clarity, contentment and certainty to your financial life. 